Hello everyone and welcome to Hey Did You Hear? Today is Monday, May 16th, 2016 and this is episode number 24. I am Nathan Byrne and with me is Isaac Byrne. How's it going? And Luke Moore. Lou. So gentlemen, we are two episodes away from our one year anniversary. Um, nice. Just want to bring it up at the top, just so that everybody knows we do have. Uh, we are planning to try and do a live one again. Uh, we will uh, be online to send out the link to join us, so you can ask questions or just hang out with us. Um, we should try. We will try and post that out there about four hours or so beforehand. But we'll give you more information about that as the date gets closer. But since last we've hung out, what have you gentlemen been up to? Had the old head in the books, you know, just doing what a guy. this week. And, what a guy. Yeah, and then the the wife and I are getting ready to go on our one-year anniversary slash honeymoon trip at the end of this week. So just nice. trying That's to exciting. power through and make it to the trip, be able to, like, cut back, relax. Wait, you're married? Yeah, god yeah. damn, he's only like four <laughs> years old, yeah. It's like, hey, you know, I went back to school, you know. <laughs> anyway, you know, the wife and stuff. <laughs> but uh, where are you going? Uh, we're going to Napa. Napa, oh, nice again. Yeah. Nice. Napa Dude. know-how. You're going to get some yeah. carburetors, some uh, change for your tires. Yeah. We'll be sitting in beautiful water like every few weeks. Yeah. Um, but uh, where are y'all staying? Same kind of place? Yeah, we're staying in that like same town, Yonkville. Nice, yeah, like, dug it. That place is awesome, yeah. yeah. Dude, you should hit up that uh, golf course again. Oh, man, I don't know if I can yeah. drive all the way out there. <laughs> How long a drive is that? I don't know. I feel like, like we are in the bus for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just remember Joe getting all googly-eyed. But... <laughs> that was fun. Googly-eyed Joe. Yeah, dude, that's going to be cool. Yeah, it's, like... yeah, I'm excited. Kind of like the same time. Maybe we'll do that whole hot air balloon thing again. You jump on one of those. Yeah, we were like, we were thinking about maybe doing that, but it was like you got to get to the place at five in the morning, and then like you wow. don't even get on the balloon till like noon. It's like, dude, what? this is like crazy all day. Thing. What? So we were like, and we're only going for four uh, days. So we're like, uh, you know, we'll see yeah, that. that's probably the perfect amount. Yeah, and it'll you can't spend be, too much time there, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you'll just be like by yourselves, kind of be able to like free roam the whole town. Because that was kind of one thing I, w- I wanted to do while I was there was uh, kind of like going to all the different shops and stuff. That little strip, you yeah. know. Yeah. We were kind of just down there to watch the tech game, and that was cool. But you know, we lost. So. Wasn't that yeah, cool? Wasn't that cool? But yeah, that's that's about what I what I've been up to. What about y'all? Um, you know, I've just been, should have my head in the books, but I have my head in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also went through finals, but, uh, yeah, they, they could have gone better, but, you know, I'm on the other side. I think I'll pass, so. Yeah, that's just what I've been up to. Nice. What about you, Nate? Um, not, not too much on this thing. Uh, I'm gearing up for a few things. We have, uh. You know, kind of like what we talked about uh, last episode, the, the summer movies are starting to come out. I'm trying to get lined up, uh, yeah. which ones I, I definitely want to try and make it to the theater and see. Um, 
other than that, I've been uh, so far really enjoying the latest season of Game of Thrones for everybody. Yeah. Who's Don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything. That's what I'm talking about. We'll, we'll save it for maybe a uh, end of the season six recap spoiler uh, that we'll do. Um, at least Luke and I, unless Isaac decides to. To get his head out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch some Game of Thrones. Get out of them books and out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I put the episode three on like two or three days ago, and it was like 30 minutes in, and I was still just like, oh, yeah. it's just all this talking and shit. Going the Luke more and more approach halfway through, and you're calling yeah, just, yeah, just jumping yeah. halfway through, man. It, it's exciting. It ramps up. <laughs> it's, good. Um, it's good. But but other than that, uh, I'm getting ready for uh, the whole DC rebirth of their comic thing. Um, oh yeah, yeah. When's that finally supposed to happen? It's supposed to start at the end of this month. Uh, they'll come out with the DC uh, rebirth one shot uh, issue, and then each of the major issues will start with a new number one. Uh, again, oh, yeah. uh, that'll be like Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman. But the two really old ones, like Action Comics, which is basically Superman, and Detective Comics, which is basically Batman, those will pick up where they left off before the new 52. So they'll be picking it up in the uh, mid-900 issue range. But they'll be listed as one? Is that what you said? No. No, okay. No, those right. are the only two that won't be starting over at. Oh, uh, okay, I got you. You'll be picking up where they left off before the new 52 thing. Oh, where? And, and the reasoning behind that is so that they're the first two American comic lines to break the thousand issue runs. Damn. So. Damn, that's but, crazy. Um, but what, what, what's the reasoning for um, putting it back to one again? Sorry. No, no, no. Now, every, everybody has this question, and from what I've gathered, it's it's in response to the fact that not a lot of people are a fan of the whole 52 uh, idea and what they redid with everybody. Okay. So, so just a quick, quick catch you up. Um, so they wanted to take a few of the characters uh, and, and start them off fresh, be able to start new stories with them. So the way they did that from all the older series is they came up with this uh, this idea and they did a flashpoint, uh, what's the name of the story arc, to, to get rid of that old stuff in a way. In the flashpoint storyline, somehow the Flash went back in time, <clears throat> stopped his mother from dying, but it messed up the future. And so he had to Marty. realign it. And so after he realigned it, we ran into the new 52, the new takeoff of the universe. Oh, okay. Um, and that started off in, I think, early or mid-2012. And, and so people we, weren't catching on? Just wasn't well, people? Well, they, they kind of redesigned everybody. Like Superman's outfit wasn't the same style you see. We saw it. They kind of made it look like armor. Instead of just like, you know, a, a suit that goes over him. Yeah, um, clothes. The same with Maybe Batman. Man, a, lot of, a lot of his outfits look more like body armor than it did look like uh, his typical bat suits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they brought a few characters back to life that had died off in old storylines and stuff like that. But <clears throat> to no avail, not a lot of people. I mean, a lot. It got it got a lot of people in. 
at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but it just couldn't keep enough interest. They went through like seven different waves because the whole idea of the 52 was they were always going to have 52 issues each, of each month. different series? Or no, 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 just 52 issues you could pick up a month. Oh, okay, all right. Ooh, that's a ton. And, yeah. It's the 52. Oh, okay. Um, but because some of them weren't as popular oh, as, as others, you know, titles would fall off and they'd have to bring in new ones and stuff like that, and it just wasn't working out. Yeah. So they're going back to the old way. Yeah, there you go. This whole thing is it's called a yeah, rebirth. Back to your roots. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. For real. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, that I think that is good. You know. So take it back. So any, take it back to the roots. So going back to kind of some of the stuff we've talked about in previous episodes, if you listen. If yeah. you've been with us since then, is uh, if I you have. wanted to get into into the DC comics, this would be a good jumping off point because they're starting back over. A lot of them are starting back at one again. Um, there you go. So you can jump it's in. Good time to do four, you know, you don't have to read almost a thousand issues to understand the story. Drop it yeah. hand. Yeah, because that's kind of what was uh, holding me back. I mean, and the fact that you know, um. I just haven't really gone out to a comic store or anything. That's <laughs> um, one thing. But, uh, yeah, it's like kind of just like, you know, you, like I guess it's the same with you, Ike. You know, you want to start Game of Thrones, but you, you got to get through those first few episodes, and then it's like so much, you know? Yeah. And so it's like yeah. daunting and shit. But if, if only you knew, though, you know? Enlightened. Yeah, exactly. Like if you had like your future self and your past self, like <laughs> your enlightened self, like me, you'd be like, "What are you doing, man? Why are you?" Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's really great. But uh, that's kind of the reason why I like stay away from comics. So it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, go forward yeah. plan that they're doing. Yeah, it's good that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's their way of trying to get you know interest back into it. And the other big thing they're doing is every issue across the board is going to be two ninety nine because well before now they had a few that were like three ninety nine, some were two ninety nine, and occasionally an issue would be uh, four ninety nine or five. Wow. So they're going to a, a universal standard for all their comics, which is two ninety nine across the board. Um, some are going to be Solid. monthly, some are going to be bi-monthly. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just kind of restarting the universe again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're going to see origin stories again. Uh, I mean, there's only so many times I want to watch Bruce cool. parents get killed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a pretty well, cool piece of comic. Um that, I kind of feel like that's, like, one of the good things about them restarting is, like, I mean, because if the origin's yeah. a thousand issues back, somebody who, like, learns about the story today is not going to be able to... Yeah, like, I think there's you know, a bunch of people that actually don't know that Bruce Wayne's parents got killed, you know? I bet there are. Yeah, yeah but there I, are I think a lot if, of people. If you watch Christopher Nolan's Batman, if you watch Tim Burton's Batman, if you've watched Batman versus Superman, you know what happened to Bruce Wayne's parents. Okay, yeah. come on. Sure. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking of like one year olds or something. <laughs> yeah. see, even my kid knows what happened to Bruce Wayne's parents. True. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, but I think it's also cool because if it if this plan works and that it continues for, you know, a century, you could be in the, at the ground floor, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That's always good. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That's what I always think. Like, I wonder if, like, I'm watching a movie, reading a book that's going to be a timeless classic, you know, oh, from, yeah. from now on. I Like, that's what I always think of when I go into, like, watch a movie at the theater. It's like, hopefully I'm watching a... <laughs> I don't know. Like a, <laughs> that's a, a, that's some high expectations. Yeah, it's like Casablanca well, or something like that, you know? I'm just like... Well, <laughs> I'm, awesome. kind of, it's kind of the same way. What I love is I love when it's a new director, like a first-time guy, and I'm like, is sure. this going to be the, the future Spielberg? Yeah, the future it's like, is this Scorsese? a new guy? Yeah. yeah. Is this guy going to, you know, change the way we watch movies? Dude, and one of them could be, you know, like I was watching, like, you know, you watch a movie like, you know, Shaun of the Dead or something like that, Edgar Wright, who I would say is one of the greatest directors, you know, and like just watching it, you're like, oh, you know, he's kind of like a new guy jumping on the scene. Yeah, Yeah, I like his movies. Yeah, I think, oh, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah, that's pretty cool opportunity. Yeah. Um, The only other thing I kind of got in my sights right now is... uh, we're not sponsored by them. Again, I'm just we being of them. <laughs> is uh, I'm getting really excited about the Rooster Teeth uh, convention, RTX Austin. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, coming up. Oh July no way! July fourth weekend. I get to oh, try wow. and find find a way to get to uh, downtown Austin now that we don't have Uber or Lyft anymore. Yeah, that is a huge thing. What the hell? Whack, man. Whack. So what was the uh, whole reasoning about, behind that? You know, so they say it was like uh, like they just Uber didn't want to do these background checks because it was fingerprints and it would take too long. So a lot of people are like arguing it's all this safety stuff. But I think it's like really because like if Uber does have to do all those checks and like make the people who drive for Uber put Uber logos on their cars, it makes the drivers like actually their employees which yeah then they have to pay for health insurance they have to pay for all this shit um, which right now they don't and so like they make boatloads of money so i think that's like really the big th- like why they are like refusing to be in any cities that require it and so it's kind of like a war against like i don't know the people of the city like people of austin versus uber that, i don't know that's, 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 a, that's a much bigger deal because Uber probably makes I don't know what is their net worth are, but they probably make a shit ton of money. You know, like oh, yeah. I think it's like ton. close to twenty billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, see, okay. I was I was like, like are reluctant to go into the billions, but you know. No, they're definitely like. Yeah, that's what I was billions. thinking. It's like yeah. one of the you know like biggest tech companies. Yeah, that's fucking horseshit. That's what I'm saying. Because in Lubbock, we're I guess you know no one really cares about Lubbock or <laughs> anything. Pretty easy. Like, I, you just do a background check. You, I, like, you just put in your social and shit. It's very easy. So yeah, like they have background checks now, but what the ones they were like that the city now requires any like rideshare companies to do is it's like a fingerprint, fingerprint. FBI check that takes like four months supposedly because it checks it with like all the criminal databases. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's like super intensive, but that's way too long. It's, you know, and it's, it's like and both sides like, are, like, being, like, brats about it. Like, the city's kind of being a brat about it, and Uber is, too. Yeah. And I get, like, well, I don't, the main, like, city argument is, like, oh, it's safety. It's, like, to make sure the drivers are safe. It's, like, dude, it's my responsibility who I get in a car with. It's not the government's job to worry yeah. about that. Uh-huh. You know? So, like, that argument's a little whack, but. That is super crazy. 
I'm I'm surprised that Lyft left as well. Yeah, they like just got out too. Cause I think it's kind of the same thing. Lyft, it's all like everybody who drives for them is private contractors, and like so you know, like they have no cost to operate except like run an app and that's it, and like yeah. have servers to keep the information. Whereas then they'd have like tons of employees that they're liable for. Like if any of those guys get in wrecks, it's Uber getting sued instead of just the individual. You know. Yeah. And it's- it kind of really like just comes down to the big leagues want to keep all the money in their pockets and not spread it around. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think honestly, I mean, that's really the that the is game. the case. Yeah, it's like that is. It's kind of the. I mean, game being played right now. You know, and you know, it's like that is just kind of that's all that shit with Martin. Like, it's it's illegal for you to not make your business as much money as possible. Like, if you intentionally choose to do things that lose them money, like you can be brought on charges. Like. That's a weird thing, really? you know. Yeah, that's like like if you like. Well, like that's you only have if you have responsibility. Investor. Yeah, if you're public, which Uber is super public. Yeah, very public. That's how they have so many investors and how they have so much capital and stuff. And so yeah, like you have an obligation to the shareholders to maximize profits whenever you can. Yeah, honestly, it sounds like Uber is just way in over their head. You know. Yeah, yeah it just seems like they're like you know it was just an app at one point you know. And now it's like this insanely big company that people are like have a shit ton of money invested in, and they're kind of just like we don't know what to do. Like, well, we don't know how to handle this shit. It's because it, it's it's a great idea. It mm-hmm. solves the problem that a lot of cities have because now, uh, in, in, I apologize for those out there if you're not based in Texas and especially Austin right now because the rest of Texas is fine with Uber. As far as I know, it's just Austin. So Houston, they're getting ready to leave Houston. Okay. I think they, I oh, think they said they'll be out in like four months. Because Houston, they already do the background, like the criminal fingerprint shit or whatever. And so I, I read somewhere, I can't remember what article it was, but they said like they're going to get out in four months. And a couple other major cities like... Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, the, 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 whole, the whole reason behind this is because a lot of the cities... Uh, and I believe this is across the nation. A lot of the city cab things is a negotiated state enforced limit, like how much uh, they can charge, how many. So unionized, yeah, bureaucratic. So, so Uber is is completely free of that obligation of any union, mm-hmm. because they don't have any employees. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, like technically. Yeah, like, see, like, that's the whole, like, on the books, they have no drivers. They have no cars. They don't own anything. They just own an app. That's all they are. That's why it's, like, Uber technology. You know, it's... That's so ridiculous. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, but I mean, mean, part of it, too, is, um, you know, going on with that, there's, there's been stuff if you if you look at the news and look it up and I mean a lot of it is just kind of that clickbait kind of articles and stuff but there have been things that have happened with Uber drivers you know where they stopped a person or taken them somewhere completely different than they wanted to go yeah. and forced them out and stuff like that you know there's been shady dealings when it comes to I mean that's, that's that kind of stuff though it's like 
it's the kind of thing like more people are getting struck by lightning, but we're not gonna like make a ban like you can't go outside when it's raining or else you could get a ticket. You know, it's like uh, yeah, it's kind of just no, kind of it's strictly enforced at all outdoor. <laughs> you know, it's like it's yeah, just no. like, it's Absolutely. like there's there's just it kills me people low like low percentage that you, it's not it's. It's the same thing with like to worry about it every day. But yeah, it's, same thing with all the gun rights and shit, dude. It's, it's like, this squeaky oh. wheel effect, though. Enough people have talked to enough people in power that it's they got to do something, you know, or else they look like they're not doing something. It's uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's government's job is to make themselves needed. Mm-hmm. Like if government did the opposite, they'd like abolish. They, you know, they dissolve themselves. Yeah. So, like, they're going to do whatever they can to make sure they always need to be regulating. They always need to be, you know, making sure what's going on is safe for everyone involved and all this bullshit. Yeah, I mean... So, speaking of uh, government regulation, so have have you, have any, either of you two, you're about to travel on today. Um, when? Hey, did you hear... You're probably gonna want to get to the airport like maybe two and a half, three hours ahead of your flight time now. And this is across the nation. What? So in Vegas, it's like twelve hours. Apparently, lines are getting out of hand with how long it takes to get through the TSA checkpoints. You it's know, I think I saw something about this. I'm completely oblivious. Yeah, it's it's apparently getting completely out of hand, and I bring this up, and I've seen a lot more articles in regards to it because summer is just around the corner, and as soon as that hits, people are going to be scattering like cockroaches when the lights come on. Yeah, it's good enough. But but apparently, like over this past weekend, according to a New York uh, NewYorkPost.com article uh, at the Chicago O'Hare airport there were a ton of travelers who ended up getting stranded and so they had to put out cots just so people could stay overnight. They got to the point wow. where let's go just so many people are buying tickets nowadays or what? No, no, it's it's how long it takes to get through the TSA security check. Yeah, so what what changed? What happened? Well well here here's kind of what happened. So okay. so right now I'm guessing this is the, this is the the financial cap that they have regulated by the money they get because the TSA is a federal agency. Yeah. Um, their cap right now is at max forty two thousand five hundred twenty five screens across the nation. That's their that's their cap. And, they have a cap. And, what do you mean, like, what do you, yeah, what do you mean by that? That, that that's the most that they can have based on the money they're getting from the government. Okay. So, so in other words... That's how many scanners they can have? That's how many they can employ. How many people employ. they can employ? Yeah. Okay. How many people they can employ based on the money they're getting from the government. So that's okay. the max they can do. So back in... That's super uh, weird. Well, back in 2012, um, they came, the TSA tried to come up with this better way to get people through faster and not... I guess try and cut down on the amount of carry-on is taken through by coming up with the pre-check, um, or what do they call it, the TS, the TSA check, um, which they were hoping, yeah, hoping tons of people would sign up for. 
you know, so they can be pre-checked, don't have to stand in the line. Because right now they're saying the amount of people they can get to the TSA pre-check line is 300 people in an hour. Unlike just the regular, the regular security line is like half that. They can only get about 150 maybe through in an hour. But, see, and, like, and the thing I kind of heard... Uh, why they're like intentionally slowing down all this shit is so tons of people sign up for the pre-check, so they like voluntarily give up their fingerprints and all this stuff. Like, to, well, that um, that that's the other part of it. Because that's so, like the pre-check you gotta get fingerprinted. Yeah, and shit, you know. Yeah, so, so you know, my what, parents are pre-checked. Yeah, so, I mean, so, I'm gonna do it. Mac and I are gonna do it because I mean, it's, it's like why. Yeah, it's like I guess I really don't care if I give up my fingerprint. It's, it's, it's part just, of flying. It's like I, I don't want to wait. Yeah, it's like it's already, it is so invasive, anyways. It's like might as well just give it up. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, take out my shoes. The the problem they're running into is is the process itself because I believe there's two different plans you can be associated with. Uh, the the most minimal is a five year plan, but it's eighty five dollars. In your check for five, five years. That's a wow. Story. Yeah, that's but deep, I think. there's nothing you can do online. I mean, you can start filling out your paperwork, but you have to go to a designated place to complete the process. And Wait, have, what? Yeah, yeah. So, so here, here's the process to get TSA pre-check. Okay. You can you can go to their website. Um, and you can pre-enroll. And all that means is you can put your information, your date of birth, all that stuff, uh, and kind of get yourself in their system. But then you have to go to a designated TSA screening location to get fingerprinted, paperwork checked, uh, all that stuff. And then they go through a process where they determine whether or not you are approved for this. You have to pay first, so even if you're not approved, you don't get refunded. You don't get refunded? Wow. That's dickish. And so so right now, just just so you can kind of understand some of the other frustration, because this is according to the numbers that I've seen in the articles in regards to this, only about 9 million travelers are signed up with this. And uh, the TSA was expecting 25 million to be signed up at this point, and they're just not. And part of it is just going off of once again keeping it local to Austin. If you go on their uh, the TSA's website for the pre-checking to look for locations to go to, there are only two places in Austin that you can go to in person to do it. One is over by the airport, and the other makes sense. Is southwest, so there's there no go. place up, there's no place up north. The next closest place, other than those two locations, if you're far north, like uh, Round Rock or anything, you'd mm-hmm. have to go all the way up to Dallas. There's nothing in between. Wow. So you're either going south or you're going north, and that's Dang. that's Very just good. to go in and give your information. I mean, that's just for Austin. Yeah, and you can't like. Do you have to have like a crystal, like clear? I think uh, you just can't have any felonies. Yeah. You just can't have any felonies. Oh, okay, well, yeah. that's cool. But but I mean, they're they're, <laughs> they're saying that already, you know, kind of because of 
for pe travelers who have already ran into this issue at the airports of these dramatically long lines, um, people are trying to go into it, and they're saying they're so backlogged with appointments right now that if you try and set an appointment online, a lot of locations you have to wait several months just to get in. Oh, God. And they, and they, but a lot of them will allow you to walk in, but they're saying even the walk-in lines are hours long just to get Give them your information. I mean, it's like the DPS, man. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. Dude, I'm telling you, DPS. in Colorado, I went to the DPS one time, and I grabbed a ticket, and it was like 415 was my number, and they were serving like number 80. I was like, you're going to be fucking kidding me. I was like, there are 300 people in front of me. Like, I was like, you have you had, to you be had... shitting me, dude. So to age myself a little bit, for those those who will get this reference, you had a Beetlejuice moment. It was like <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yes, yes yeah. dude. At the, at the end of the movie, he's got to go in line to get through the uh, afterlife job positioning thing, and he takes the number, and it's like 26 digits long. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's like, no, like Goster, and number is like four, and on the... <laughs> On the counter, it says now serving number two. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> great. Yeah, but the, I mean, anything with the government involved, it's gonna get fucking slow. It's yeah. gonna like they're not gonna make it quick. They're like, oh no, it's you know, like no. they get their job done quick, they're out of a job. Like, so like, like no, we're gonna make this last. Is there any privately like? Okay, there's like, what's weird is there's like privately owned. Airlines, but correct, you can't have correct. them like. So and so, what a lot of a lot of uh, airports and stuff are starting to look at doing is doing a private security company come be it instead of the TSA. That would be awesome. Yeah, they'd be firing people through that line and be like, yeah, right. <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, it'd be like a third baseman, <laughs> yeah, sending people home. Like, go, go. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Because because right now they just got I. Uh, I forgot to write down the number, but I think they got like 31 million or something like that, 31 or 34 million dollars just recently, and they're saying that's only enough to get another 700 some odd employees by June. How the fuck? I guarantee you those guys are making like not shit a year, but it costs them 700 million dollars. Is that what you said? No, yeah, like 30, 31 or 34 million to get only 700 people. I mean, let me. I'm gonna do some math. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, crunch the numbers. Yeah, numbers well, because, getting crunched. <laughs> well, because part part of that you have to think is employing them, health benefits. Actually, also, no. That actually is that's like spot on. If that would be each person getting paid about forty four grand a year. Yeah. And they probably don't get paid forty four grand. No. Yeah, they probably get paid like closer to thirty, and then yeah. I'm sure it costs a lot to like train them and get exactly. them gear and all that that's shit. Yeah, for sure. Is, is all the training time and stuff like that. So, so it's just been if you look it up anywhere, you look up long TSA lines, you'll see article after article of a lot of major hubs just insanely long lines. Uh, just to get to where your plane is. And it was to the point where um, just this past weekend, Ross Feinstein from American Airlines said that on Sunday, they uh, and here's a quote from him, they had 30 flights and 450 passengers missed their flights out of those. And that's just out of Chicago O'Hare. And, it, and it's to the point in some of the articles I read that where some airlines were trying to be very 
courteous to their uh, customers where they'd wait 10 or 15 minutes past the time when they were supposed to leave the uh, uh, terminal yeah. just so that people could get through the security line and get on their phones. But, I mean, even then, they can't God, wait damn. forever for everybody. Yeah, I mean, because that... Yeah, you can't like, wait forever. Those planes are connecting all over, and it's mm. it gets so messed up. So, I mean, a few of the airlines there, um, the service tables, uh, their their parent companies have tried to help out in anything that's non-security related. So they've hired additional workers to be the ones who run in... Uh, get you those plastic containers to put your things in, walking up and down the roads, you know, take off your jewelry, take out your laptops, you know, they're there trying to help people get ready so that they can just go, go, go. Um, Another way that some airports are trying to combat this in kind of a way to ease some of the tension and stuff is there have been airports that are uh, opening up their their little... uh, departure area to uh, bands and singers to come in and, you know, just be there to, yeah. to, try, to try and bring down the tension level. Yeah, like, raise morale and stuff. A, yeah. few people, a few places to have actual, actually hired companies that bring in therapy animals. Like, there's been, there's one, no, I, forget, I forget which city it is, but their airport, they bring in a therapy pony. That they just kind of walk around and people can pet it and, yeah. and stuff like that. Air travel has gone downhill, man. <laughs> I, I swear, it used to be like a, it was like a crazy if you're going on a plane. People were getting in suits and shit. Now it's yeah, like right. riding a Greyhound. It's more <laughs> shitty. It's like fuck, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like you think of this pony, so you don't think of how shitty your life is right now. It's like pet <laughs> pony. Yes, yes, good. So, so, so the other, other thing that airlines have tried to get people, and I believe it's it's called Airlines for America. Um, yeah. A, A4A is what they're going by. Is they're suggesting that people who are stuck in these outrageous lines, if they're on Instagram or tweeting pictures of the lines and their, uh, their frustration or anything, they should use the hashtag, I hate the wait. Okay. To to kind of voice their opinion to try and get, I, I guess, a, a nationwide outrage uh, over TSA. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get the, the TSA to, to really get things going. But yeah, if, okay. if you plan on traveling here in the next few weeks, I'll make that like my Twitter of, handle. Getting out of school and stuff. A lot of places are suggesting you get there a lot. Uh, sooner than the typical two-hour wait period. There's also an app they say you can use, which is MyTSA. Um, it should be through Android and Apple phones, and apparently it'll tell you what the current line wait time is in your location. Um, yeah, I feel like that's long overdue. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if even still they're like, oh, we got an app, but it's like the shittiest. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, there's other problems, too. Like, there's airports, you know, who have uh, signs set up to where they say, you know, at the north security terminal, this is the wait time, and at the west terminal, this is the wait time. And then they have a third option, but that third option is under remodel or repair or upgrade, you know, so they lose a whole wing to get people in. I mean, that'll definitely back it up like crazy. Yeah. So so if you... I would highly suggest if you if you're not worried 
about giving up your fingerprint or anything like that. You can try and do the TSA pre-check. I think um, that's what I'm gonna do. But but they're also their biggest issue too isn't so much. It seems like the more frequent travelers are really adopting the TSA pre-check um, thing. It's just the like once a year flyers like me. We don't sign up for that because if I'm only going to travel five times in yeah. the next five years, I can't justify spending $85 on it. That's true. Yeah, like if I signed up for that shit like the day before I left for college, I probably would have profited off of it, but now I can't really see myself flying that much. Mm-hmm. Just like driving everywhere. But, the, but they're also it's so still, much nicer when you do, though. But, but it's also, you know, the human problem too is, you know, people taking more than they're supposed to, taking the wrong kind of bag when they're supposed to, still yeah. having stuff they're not supposed to have in their bag, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty good about that stuff. I don't know, the, the bag I, I always have been bringing for, like, since I've started flying, you know, by myself, is, like, the bag I always take every time I go up. I'm like, this is way too big. Like, this is way too big. But it always makes it through. But I just see, like, the fateful day where I get... See, I, I always go easy. If, I, if I'm only going somewhere for, like, two or three days max, Backpack. everything goes in a gym bag that's my carry-on. See, yeah, that, I mean, that's what I do, but, like, my gym bag, I guess, is pretty large. Large and in charge. Yeah, very in charge, you know. Sometimes I'm, like, kind of squished stuff. down pretty good, though. Yeah, they can. Those bins, you know? Yeah, usually I'm kind of just, like, strong arm <laughs> to the overhead. Yeah, or I just put it at my feet and just like use it kind of as like a little rest. Yeah, mine always fits under the seat. Yeah, that's the best way to go. Yeah, like the less I have to deal with the actual airline, it's like the best. It's like I just kind of want to do my thing, get this shit over with. It's like get me on this bus. Yeah, exactly. The the other argument, you know, going the other way against it to where it's not just the TSA, it's also the airlines and the fees that they charge for the amount of baggage you bring. Yeah. Yeah, Southwest, I mean, baby. Yeah, I was like, I just two bags it. free. Exactly. It's like I, I've never really run into that problem. And there's like no weight limit on it, dude. Where like some places, like if yeah. your bag's over fifty pounds, it's a hundred dollars a bag. It's like what kind what of the hell is that? Yeah. So how much gas do you think they can put in those things? I mean, shit, man. No, got the great finds <laughs> in the world building that thing. I think it can tow a little suitcase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what What are you talking about? Do you realize how old most of the airplanes are in the air right now? Why aren't yeah, there I mean, new models? Seven fifty sevens. Why aren't there new models out? That's always something that I've done crazy research on this. It's <laughs> those planes. Like I said, they're like the smartest people building those things, and they do maintenance on them all the time. Like it's they're it's extremely it's, safe, man. Yeah. Well, it's because of how much it costs to make a new plane and how much, you know. I mean, exactly. I mean, exactly dude. Some of them cost uh, over $100 million. It's like, this fucking thing's going to last. Like a Boeing? And it's being, yeah, like almost all like Boeings are like about $100 million or more. Dude, that makes me like, really happy. Yeah, like, I know. Like, the more expensive, the better. Dude, I want to be in just, a fucking fortress up Whatever you're worried about it, Bill Nye worked on a lot of them. Dude, you're For in real? good hands. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> yes. Dude, I just, I just imagine some, like, you know, like, greasy workers that, like, worked on, like, I don't know, like the, I don't know, the Golden Gate Bridge or some <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the plane. That's God, pretty dude, cool, was, though, that they're just... 
I was I know like, they're like the most safe things ever. And they're like, I mean, I was freaked out flying to Hawaii, so I did like all this crazy research on planes and. I mean, they're... Why are you freaked out? Because <laughs> it's, it's like over the happened, water, and yeah, it's like, dude, you're if he goes fucked, down in the water, is he going to mm-hmm. end up like that uh, one Taiwan Malaysian, Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, like, that's the thing. Air. You know, people are always like, oh, if the plane goes down, you're probably going to die anyways. It's like, dude, 95%, 95% of the time a plane crashes, you live. Yeah, really? So, yeah, like, even if the plane does crash, which is astronomical, 95% of the time, everyone will survive. It's like, I don't want to survive in the middle of the fucking biggest ocean what? on the planet. <laughs> like, it's crazy stuff. I'm going to need to be like... Uh, it's true, man. Of that. Yeah. It's true. I'm what? telling you, I did all sorts of crazy... And like, like, even if he goes like, head first into a cliff or some shit? Well, I mean, planes don't crash like that. Dude. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, yeah. Like, like that one did in Germany where the guy hijacked it, but like, okay, how, yeah. how many planes fly each and every day? And most of them, well, like, if shit happens, they just divert to another airport... Land. Well, and I mean, there, there's yeah. been historic, historic records of just, just what you're saying, Isaac, of, of planes crashing and most of the uh, people on board surviving, like, uh, the the plane, I want to say back in the 70s, maybe, that uh, the story Alive is based off of the, the Chilean rugby team that crashed in the Andes Mountains and stuff. I mean, they mm-hmm. crashed into a mountain. Dude, yeah, mountains and water. A majority of the uh, the people on board survived the, the initial impact. What? That's crazy, man. What the yeah. hell? What about that We Are Marshall story? I don't like even know what that thing. is. The whole first, it's like the whole first string was on the plane. They all crashed and died. Maybe yeah, that was the one. Didn't, didn't Matthew McConaughey play in that yeah, one? Yeah, he did. He played the coach, the new that coach. Was the, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, also bringing up bringing up the, the problem with the TSA. Um, hey, did you hear? Not a lot of people are really happy about the uh, Rio Olympic Games due to the Zika outbreak that's going on. Right oh now. yeah, <clears throat> very educated. That's, that's just one of my problems with the, like how the Olympic Games are done. Yeah, what's some more problems? Lame on us, dude. They like host them in these shithole cities with no money. <laughs> And so then people spend tons of money to build these massive stadiums that never get used. Yeah. Like they get used for one race around a track, and then it's like, yeah, all right, we spent like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, and then it becomes like this. disputed gang territory. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck is the point of that? Like, yeah, I know. It's insane. Seriously. That is crazy. I know, like, why are they, like, why Rio? Why can't they build it in, like... Well, it's uh-huh. it's because well part of the reason why City. why Rio got it was because they had also gotten the World Cup. So one of the biggest infrastructures for the it's like for the, yeah they're gonna build two huge stadiums they'll never use again. No, well, well, you see that that was the benefit that that Rio had is they had to build all the stadiums for the World Cup when they had it. Okay. So they were already halfway there for the Olympics. Oh, okay, all right. So it's just like, yeah. Dude, that's going to be crazy in, like, that those kind of countries, you know, the first ones to go in, a, like, an apocalyptic setting, you know, and it'll just be, like, overrun. It'll be, like, this crazy city that's just, like, completely overrun this giant, like, Olympic place. I don't know. But, I just had this, like, crazy thought. But, yeah, so, so right now the biggest fear by not just... Uh, the competitors in the different countries who are going to be 
all coming to Rio at the same time, but health officials like the World Health Organization and everybody are very seriously concerned that this is going to spread Zika global. Because it's stuff like this. It's stuff like this where there's a right now kind of contained epidemic going on. And then suddenly people from around the world congregate in this infected zone. And then as soon as they leave, you just, it's that like image on any like zombie movie where they're showing the world and they show how quickly it It just shows the planes going out and it's just like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, and like, yeah, apparently the Olympics is just one giant fuck fest Mm -hmm. with games in between to entertain the players. Not just that, but I mean, Brazil <laughs> Brazil right now has some of the, some of the highest numbers of Zika? of Zika incidences. And not just that, but Rio has the highest. With 26 suspected cases of Zika, and it puts the incident rate as uh, 157 per 100,000 people. That's still pretty damn small. <laughs> One hundred fifty-seven per a thousand—that's a shit ton. No, per a hundred. One hundred. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's actually pretty small. Yeah, until more than that shows up for the Olympic Games, because you're not just yeah, talking true. about about the the athletes. You're talking about the coaching staff, the medical staff, the yeah. spectators. You know. I mean, still. I mean, that's like there's more people who are going to get murdered that weekend. Then who are yeah. gonna get like in Rio probably? Then we're gonna yeah. catch the Zeke. The, <laughs> the Zeke. And this, this is how it starts. Okay? Yeah, for real. Um, but I mean, th- there's a few things that that the British government is trying to to appease the World Health Organization's, you know, kind of stating that even though it is the Summer Games. It's going to be taking place in the winter time in Brazil, so there'll be fewer mosquitoes because it is winter time. But still. I mean, they still exist during winter times, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, or they're like guys. It's it's cold. Yeah. Well, not just that, but they they have they have like twenty different events that all take place in water. Mm. Oh god damn. <laughs> Extra stagnant water. No. Yeah, very yeah, untouched. Because <laughs> yeah, outside of like our t- like what we know is gonna be chlorinated, like all the freestyle and all that stuff, they have huge um sailing events, they have rowing events that are gonna be taking place in you know, not in clean water. <laughs> yeah, Zika infested water. <laughs> Man, oh, I, th- I think I think it's definitely I think it's definitely something to worry about, but I think it's getting way overhyped. Yeah, you think? The old media. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, the media hypes everything. It's just one of those things. Well, I mean, it's, it's to the point, too, where it's not just... Um, it's not just the, the health organizations that are, are going against this. A lot of the uh, countries that are coming in for it are making high demands of the government to be able to um, guarantee that their athletes, because it's it's pretty much the females that have to worry the most about it, not the males. Zika because, loves snatch or something? 
No, no, because it affects pregnancies. Is so that the main? You, is that the main problem with it? Yeah, it, it affects it affects the fetus, and so it typically it, uh, it it results in severe different birth defects, like abnormally small heads, underdeveloped mm. brains. Um, I think I've seen something. Doesn't it stay in their uterus for like a couple months? Something yeah, like that? yeah, and and that's the thing, you know, is if they get bit, they does it really affect them directly? Um, but if they have a kid within those months and it's still going through their system, you know. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I mean, it's definitely something to worry about. You know, it's like something crazy, but I think it's yeah, way overhyped. I don't know. I mean, it, it's one of those things where you you say that until, I I mean, it's it's because it's a disease and how quickly it can travel. You know, because yeah. you have no clue what happens when everybody comes back to a summer region where there are mosquitoes. How quickly it spreads from there. Yeah. See, does it get? Is it only? Can you only get infected if you get bit directly by the mosquito, or does it get transmitted through sex, or like? Well, well, well that, that I mean, different condoms, right? <laughs> I get, I think I think it is transmitted through sex a little bit. I I believe it can be bit. transmitted through bodily fluids. So mm -hmm. spit, sweat, <laughs> you know, the other stuff that happens when you're in the arms of your one night stand. Yeah. Um. Your Zika. When you're a gold medalist, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> place. You're spreading that Zika around you. Um, but uh, it, there, there are a few thing, a few reports out there, you know, where doctors are warning that it, this could lead to a global catastrophe. Um, I mean, but I, I, I really do think in this day and age, this is something that. You know, people need to pay attention to because there's stuff that people aren't immune to anymore. You know, that can that are still out there, like small people aren't getting their vaccines. Because uh, smallpox is still out there. You know, even though a lot of people aren't vaccinated anymore because it's doesn't break out like it used to. And so, and then because enough people go with that mindset of "oh, I don't need to," it creates a petri dish full of people who can get it. Then it breaks out. You know, oh, nice. it's like. That one's on the government. The government said we didn't need to do that anymore. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you're pretty uh, opinionated about vaccines, thanks. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's just like, it's like, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel, I feel, I'm not, yeah, I think you should totally get vaccinated. It's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? I, like, mean, I think just people think they're... Babies are going to be born autistic or something. Yeah, I don't, dude. I I think there is no scientific like credible well, proof of any of that. Yeah, well, there isn't. Yeah, and then so it's all these people just like, it's just yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah. So get so can you get vaccinated for Zika? I don't believe yeah, they have a vaccine created yet. Are they That's working true. on it? Got yeah, a probably. Got a bunch of people in a lab. Yeah, they should be doing that. Yeah, they they got their heads down and they. You know, in between creating new airplanes, they're trying to get the Zika virus under control. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> lots of money, lots of money. <laughs> well, that's good though. That means two things I really actually care about: not getting Zika and not dying in an airplane. So, uh, I think they're two things and we don't getting, need to worry about. <laughs> and getting my dick chopped off, which now is a solution. <laughs> <laughs>
a good penis transplant. In case anyone knows, there is there is a confirmed actual penis transplant. Yeah. So what worked. what happened to the guy who needed the first pe? Did he just not like um, his dick or? Well, no. He... Apparently, it got chopped off because of um. Dude, I didn't even know about this, but you can get penis cancer, like not testicular cancer, but like penis cancer. Long cancer. Yeah, like cancer of the shaft. shaft cancer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he had penis cancer, and uh, they chopped it off. <laughs> And so apparently it was like a three-year thing, and um, he finally, yeah, found a donor penis, which is also <laughs> kind of a, a tragic story. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't have an actual story, but you know, it really it doesn't end well for whoever's. Would you donate your dick when you die if somebody needed it? Yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, definitely. That that seems like a great thing to do. That would be awesome. I think the, the question is, though, would you have my driver's license and stuff? You know, like penis donor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. only the penis. The <laughs> organ I'm donating. The, the only question is, would you clean it before you gave it away? Well, of oh, course, hey. of course not. <laughs> of course not. Why would I do that? I dipped but, it in water. It's fine. Yeah, you gotta, right? you gotta see where that thing yeah, is. Yeah, it was raining today. It washed. You gotta wash <laughs> But yeah, I was, I was just. So happy about that. Yeah, it's per pretty successful uh, performance of the penis transplant. And apparently he's like, it's so new, he's still kind of like recovering. They don't know whether... <laughs> he has a they're, like, they're, saying it's like, they're, yeah, right. they're saying there's like no sign of infection and there's no sign of like rejection. It's like his penis <laughs> is recovering. Yeah. Not yet, but... Dude, if we'll you see what happens when he goes, when he goes down in days, public. Good yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but anyways. Sorry, let me get on that bunny trail. The, the, I thought the people should know. Yeah. It's a brave out there. world. Yeah, it's a brave <laughs> Soon, they're just going to have, like, custom penises. Yeah, custom people, yeah. Custom grown schlong. Yeah, for real, like... I bet it's gonna be like a black market. Like they just go find the like biggest like hung dude they can find, just like chop off his dick. Actually, that's it on ice, put it in the cooler. Yeah, that's way that's a way scarier world than before there was penis transplant. <laughs> Gangs are coming out. This is the dick. beginning of the end oh of humanity. <laughs> So, so thank you everybody for listening, but I don't think we're gonna make it another two episodes. <laughs> right, <laughs> we're, gonna <laughs> we're gonna come chop our dicks off. Oh, this will be able to get new ones. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Just maybe a few years in between. Oh. That's the least you can do. But yeah. Anyways, that I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I don't think it's like going back <laughs> the whole Zika thing. I don't think that. Like, it's overhyped, you know? It definitely could spread. So? Yeah, it definitely could spread, I think. It's like, why couldn't it, you know? I mean, I guess it's not like Ebola. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ebola's been around forever, dude. Yeah, true. We've been fine. Malaria's been around forever. We've been fine, you know? It's like... Oh, yeah, I think... No, you've been fine. These yeah, guys... have been fine. Yeah, well, really, that's in a country a where there's scientists working on vaccines, you know? I, yeah, I'm... If it gets bad enough, somebody's going to, like, solve it. True. And, True. And, if, and if any of you listening right now are interested in what our take is when it comes to vaccinations, back on uh, episode 17 of this podcast, we talked about vaccines. Did we? Yeah, we did. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs>
But but let us let us know how what you think. Do you think the the Zika uh, possible outbreak coming from the Olympics is being overhyped, like Isaac said, or do you think this could be something potentially bad across uh, across the planet? It's gonna yeah. get the world like twenty eight days later. You're just gonna like yeah. wake up one day. Everybody's Zika. got Zika. <laughs> All right. Dude, I mean, I don't think you're an immediate threat unless you're banging an Olympics gold in a, medalist. In a, in a stagnant puddle in Brazil. Yeah, which is going to happen. That is happening. In Rio, it is right now. Yeah, well, yeah, true. That, I don't know about banging a gold medalist, but there is banging. Somebody's getting banged yeah, in a puddle right now. Yeah, exactly, in Rio. So watch out for you, that person. I mean, how how many people have gotten this thing so far? Apparently, okay. So, low. so look, looking at according to the CDC, right now. Who are uh, those guys? What do, what do they know? <laughs> a bunch of jackalands. I've ever seen. So, one. so for Zika in the U.S. as of May 11, 2016, there have been 503 uh, cases reported in uh, travel. And of those, <laughs> is weak. And of those, forty-eight involved uh, women who were currently pregnant. Uh, Ten of those were uh, came about through sexual uh, transmittedly, or it was transmitted sexually. So okay. this can be uh, spread through bodily fluids. So that's like a two percent rate of being sexually transmitted. Um, yeah. In, in, in the in the U.S. territories, there have been three uh, cases reported through travel, but there's been 698 locally acquired cases. So what? that's like Puerto Rico and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like not us. Yeah. So I mean, if you're on the mainland, not the mainland, you're yeah. chilling, dude. You're chilling. Yeah. So us, but like not us. Yeah. Mainland. Forgot there. Hey, man, those territories, they don't. They don't have the same voting rights as us. <laughs> us. So, and, and if you if you're wondering for, I mean, I guess you know, if you're a hypochondriac listening to this, this may not be the best part of the podcast to listen to. Yeah. But but they say right now the the symptoms of it, um, for like most red people, eyes. well, most people won't won't know it. They have it. It's like one of those ones where not everybody gets these symptoms. Um, but the most common ones are fever, rash, joint pain, or red eyes, like you said. Um, but these also can be, you know, people might not think it's this because, you know, allergies or... Uh, Smoking dope, you know, you know. Smoking reefer. <laughs> or, or, like, as easy as a cold or something, you know, to get a, a fever and stuff. That is a pretty general symptom, red well, eyes. And right yeah. now, they, they're not, they haven't been able to isolate what the exact exact incubation period for this is. Um, and th as far as they know, it could last anywhere from seven days to a, a, maybe a week and a half. Um, but it's not, you won't get sick enough to really have to go to the hospital and but so this isn't a fatal disease. disease. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is people are blow, blowing yeah. the show. No, no, no. Well, well the, pro the problem with this is it's not for the people who get infected. It's for the people who 
get pregnant in the times because it affects their children. Okay. You know that that's where. But is this like a like once you is it like AIDS like once you contract it you can never get rid of it or is no, there it's like a virus so it should a virus I think it should go away. Yeah, so there. So according to the CDC, it'll be it'll remain in the bloodstream of an affected person for anywhere from a week to maybe a little longer than that. They said, um, but it's also one of those things like chickenpox. They're they're claiming that once a person has been infected, they're not going to be infected again in the future. So once you have it once, you pass. So it's like you kind of just get red eyes for a week and then you're chill? Yeah, just, but just, just quarantine everybody coming back from the Olympics for a week. Yeah, and then... Yeah, like, that's going to work. You know? And yeah, well, th- I mean, they could just, like, quarantine themselves and just bang it out, you know? <laughs> that's probably what they're going to do. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, let's see. Oh, Zika. Yeah, so so it looks like the ways that this can be transmitted transmitted is through mosquito bites. Um, the the case that's really been impacting is you know like it's been saved through uh, a expecting mother. It gets passed through her to the fetus, which causes uh, very bad uh, development problems for the child. It can also be uh, transmitted through blood. So. Yeah, I'm I'm on your side, Alex. This is blown way out of proportion. I don't think it's you're blown out. <laughs> I mean, did it did it? One of the guys you said from the article, this could be catastrophic. Isn't that what the guy said? Wow. Like, from the Rio thing, it's like, dude, making it sound like a meteor's about yeah. to hit the point. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like right where Rio is like <laughs> taking place. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude. It's not a big deal. This is going to extinct, man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Actually, everyone's just going to have red eyes like me. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, well also, also the, 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 the other possible effect of it, and, and this is, again, one of those things that could be passed down to the child, the expectant mother, is uh, the child could uh, develop... I think it's Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is pretty much where the nervous system to the person uh, gets attacked by the host's immune system. Dude, and that's that's the word. Like nerve disease, that sucks, man. Yeah, that's I will, say, I will say that that sucks big time. How many cases so, of that though no, taking place? Well, well, the, that just just in the interest of that disease, it said it, it's the, the the statistics of getting there are like one in a really large number. <laughs> like, like you have better chance like hitting the lottery or something. Like they they they've only been able to clearly identify uh, between three hundred and six hundred thousand cases worldwide. Okay. So, so a very, very small number. But yeah. they're, they're saying that the fear is that the Zika virus could make those numbers climb. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think it's a um, it definitely is a a a threat. A bleep, you know? a bleep yeah. on the radar. Blip but, on the radar, exactly. But I mean, if you're listening, let us know what you think. Do you think we're, you know? The World Health Organization is just blowing it out of proportion, or is this something we should be? Yeah, I'd really like to, you know, 
Here's some feedback on my ridiculous opinions. So, <laughs> so tune in. And, and as much as I think it's a bad idea, I am still going to be one of those people who watches as much of the Olympics as. Yeah, you gotta watch the Olympics. Oh, dude, I'm all about the actual game. Yeah, I went to the Olympics. I'm just like, dude, man. do it in places where it's like not just gonna like totally like fuck. The yeah, like I went to the, I went to the Olympics in Sydney, like when I lived there, and that shit was like. That's pretty badass. That was tight. How many, yeah. How many medalists did you sleep with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much, much. <laughs> but uh, and it was the uh, it was the last year that baseball was in the Olympics, and I saw baseball in the game. It's pretty cool. Nice, very that's, nice. That's crazy that it even ever got in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. There's been we all sorts Japan. of crazy things that have been in the Olympics, and there's a few that I'd love to see come back. Like um, rowing in Rio. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. Rowing in Rio. Um, and maybe maybe we could do a episode on that the closer we get to the Olympics on some of the fun things that have been done in the yeah, past. Um, but uh, other than that, I guess the only other big thing in the news is uh, you know kind of a, a last point is it looks like Trump is going to be the Republican nominee just Trump based train. on the fact that that everybody Trump? else dropped out. <laughs> You're on the Trump train, Ikes? Hell yeah, dude. You like Trump? Nice. Hell yeah, dude. So uh, he's like the bomb. So yesterday, <laughs> a New York he Times, hits the bomb. He's New York thing Times that released an article just totally bashing Trump. Trump gets his team to prove it is fraud, and like legally, the people who wrote the article like had to come out and be like, "Yeah, sorry, we lied about the whole thing." Like, so like they proved libel or whatever. Yeah, it's just it's he's like um, it's like defamation or something like that. Yeah, and so dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a yeah. guy who calls people on their bullshit, man. No, dude. I mean, like, I'm. I mean, I can dig him. I can dig him. I'm just kind of yeah. I'm just kind of waiting and I seeing. Just, I just want to. I just want to know <laughs> how like he's going to pay for half the stuff he says he's going to do. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. He's, he has more money than the American government. So he's going <laughs> to use his own money to build the wall. Up. Dude, he'll yeah. get it done, man. Yeah, I, I can feel that. Uh, I didn't know you were. Dude, a Trump and the man. thing is, he's way better than Hillary. Yeah, true. Dude, she is a crook. Yeah. She's a freaking crook, dude. Like yeah. her, her Clinton charity took in a hundred forty million dollars and only donated nine million dollars to charity. It made a hundred and ten million dollars doing charitable shit. Like one hundred thirty-one million. Yeah, one hundred thirty-one. It's like. <laughs> It's like as you can tell, we're great what at that. Kind of, what kind of scam is that shit, man? Yeah, it's the Red Cross scam, man. Dude, it's I'll change. She's a freaking scams. crook, and she's I'm t- man, I'm telling you, Trump is like what we need. Yeah. We need a politician who isn't. You're there's That's not supposed to be. Book. There's not supposed to be career <laughs> politicians. Yeah, true. That, that's like the whole point of how the system was set yeah, up. Yeah, Trump is going to be like the, the first person who's not a fucking career politician. Yeah, and like how it should be in the past. I, I know, I feel that. I feel that. It's it's killed. And like the whole country, the only reason America is great is because of the economy. It all, has to, again, you know? it all has to do with money. The True, strongest yeah. nations of the world are always the wealthiest. Like yeah. that's what makes countries great is their yeah. economies and how much money they can make. Feel and that. When it becomes all this socialist shit, like, 
Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> no, I feel you. We should, yeah, like, I don't really have much to weigh in, but I, I feel that, man. I feel that. We should save the old, we could, we could talk about political, political views next time. So I can actually gather Bloody. some. So I can actually <laughs> gather some views before So you that. can go out there and find some. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dude. But if, if anything, I, I still I still hold to the fact that even if you don't like either of the two candidates that are going to be the nominees for the presidential race, get out there and vote. And vote, yeah. Okay. Because if you don't vote, you can't complain. Last, yeah. last thing, just some more Hillary Clinton craziness. In the last three decades, 46 people who were close to her or Bill have wound up dead. Oh, yeah. Because of, like, politics and shit, dude. I have heard that shit. I'm telling you, she's a fucking, like, it's like a political cartel. The Clintons and the Bushes and, like, all this shit, man. Yeah, she's some crazy... I could get into some Hillary stuff, but... So, so anyway, anyways, so get out there, do, do your civic duty and vote. If the person you didn't want gets elected, here's the other thing is, is the Delegates, I believe, are also elected uh, people. So if you don't like the way that the delegates voted, which is kind of the way that we end up with the nominees that we do, look at who the delegates are, and when they're up for election, vote for the other person. Get them out of the office. Because that's the other thing, too, is it's don't just vote on the presidential races. Vote on... All the people. Yeah, it's like you can vote on it. Honestly, anything. your vote on the delegates matters more than your vote as like the populace. Like, yeah, they don't even count that shit. It's the electoral college that decides. True. You know? So, That's so like, if if you're one of those people like me who is not happy with either of the candidates that are probably going to be there, we you can take a look at uh, the delegates next time they're up for election, and we can get those guys out of there. For real. But, it's a crazy shit show politics, man. But anyways, before we sign off and before we get out and get on to another subject that we could probably save for uh, for next time. Yeah. Um, what have you guys watched or read in this past week that you would recommend? Oh, um, here, one of y'all goes. I just slipped my mind. Uh, I mean, I've just been watching uh, Game of Thrones hardcore, all the past episodes, current season. Unreleased interviews, everything, man. I'll watch Damn, it all. Some, <laughs> some heavy Game of Thrones consumption. Yeah, <laughs> interviews of the co-executive editor. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. No, I've been really into Game of Thrones, and that's pretty much all I've been watching. Nice. Oh, and I watched Bronson, that movie Bronson with Tom Hardy. I watched oh, that last night. Uh, it's pretty good. If you want to see Tom Hardy hang dog for about like a consecutive like fifteen <laughs> minutes, it's the movie for you. Yeah, that's a, a lot of hanging dog. Like, so it's, so like, it's, it's, it's the Watchmen Watchmen version of Tom Hardy. Yeah, except like oh not, yeah, not blue. Yeah, not blue. It's like actual like... <laughs> But in, like the movie altogether is really good. I thought it was pretty great. Like yeah, he's shot in a cr- like crazy color shit. I don't know. You just gotta watch it. But yeah, he he flashes penis for a while. It's a dog it's hanging out. Yeah, dog hanging out for sure. But uh, overall, good movie though. What about y'all? Nice. 
I've been just watching stuff on Showtime. Started the show Penny Dreadful. It's like yeah, only two episodes in. Pretty decent so far. But, uh, is that the, is that like the Victorian age steampunk thing? Yeah, it's kind of um, it's a, kind of about Frankenstein. Yeah, of, like all that kind of shit. It's pretty good. I mean, I, I've only seen like three episodes, so I don't, I can't really give like a fair critique. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's nice. Really it, you know. What about you, Nate? Um, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to. They didn't ask for this or anything, but it's it's a YouTube oh, channel yeah. that I found, um, and they kind of go go through some of the stuff that I, I really enjoy um, about like, and this is more geared towards cartoons and everything, but uh, it's Channel Frederator. If you've never heard of them, they have a few a few cool shows that they have. Um, one of them being Cartoon Conspiracies, where they go over you know different conspiracies about t- uh, cartoons or TV shows. Uh, and they also nice. have a, another great show that they do uh, across a few of their their uh, other YouTube channels called 107 Facts. And they do them about people. They do them about shows, about movies, about games. And and it's 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 a really fun show to kind of turn. Wait, off. I think I've seen the 107 Facts one. Yeah. You just uh, have playing in the background if you're doing something. Yeah, that is a good channel. I'll ba- I'll back that. I need to check it out. Yeah. So and that's channel Fred or Etor. Etor. It'll be a, it'll be a little uh red robot head with sunglasses on. <laughs> On YouTube, cool but, uh, cat in town. <laughs> but yeah, I, I found them after watching uh, *Spirited Away* with my son, and he oh, wanted. I love that movie. And I was I was looking up just fun things to show him, and we found 107 facts about that, and I just kind of dived into that whole uh, playlist. Yeah, that's a great movie. I'm I need to go back and rewatch that one. Oh yeah, I, I *Spirited we, Away*. You get the old Miyazaki films and stuff. Oh like yeah. That? Yeah, I just got done showing, uh, and I, these are two other recommendations I, I give, just Miyazaki films in general. Yeah. They're great to watch. I just watched uh, Porco Rosso. Oh, that's like with, my favorite, dude. With my son, and uh, we watched My Neighbor. Uh, Tor- Totoro. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, those are great ones. I love Porco Rosso. I don't know why. It just... so well, it's, good. It, it's, it, uh, what I love is the music to it is great, and just... Yep. It takes place in like World War One or two yeah, it's like era. a cold time. Yeah, I think it's one. Yeah, it's very very cool. It's historically like accurate and stuff, and it's just like nice. I don't know, just like that whole like uh, kind of like bay of people with uh, like whatever they're called, water plane, biplane, yeah. yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah, it's just oh yeah, my goodness. Like planes and everything. Yeah, exactly. It's just such a good movie, dude. If you haven't seen that, actually, you gotta watch that shit. I watch I that like seen that every one over the. I always go revisit that shit. Is it not just on Netflix or? Uh, no. No, I I got mine probably. Yeah. <laughs> so if somebody but, um, somebody uh, did the pirate thing. Yeah, I might have done that once or twice. Oh, the internet gotta yeah. love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what why I I use the the government. Oh, um, the, the, the library to to get it for free. Oh wow! Fucking <laughs> 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 oh. government. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I highly recommend the, the Miyazaki films, and especially for anybody who has um, 
girls that are kind of in between princess age and maybe a little older, and you're not sure what Strong to show female them. roles, yeah. Miyazaki does great work with uh, girls in that kind of preteen age and just having strong little girl characters. Yeah, right, seriously. There's always a disturbing thing. So, but uh, yeah, that's all I had to recommend. It's a good recommendation. So, well, everybody, thank you for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast through iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podcast Alley. Just search for Hey Did You Hear. Uh, for more content, please check out our website at heydidyouhear.com. There you can also find our contact page if you want to contact the show or uh, either any of us individually. Uh, Isaac, what's a good way to get in touch with you? Just reach me on the old Twitter, at IPBurn. <laughs> Just uh, shoot me a tweet there, you know. What about you, Luke? Um, you can always, yeah, you can also <laughs> get me on Twitter. <laughs> at, um... Yo, Mister Three Two Eight. And then, if you wanted to contact me, I'm at I'm at Twitter at iftbebop. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, and hopefully, you will be back for our next episode. And we will be doing something uh, in two episodes for our one year anniversary, and we will try and put more information out about it on either our Facebook page. Uh, through Twitter, and probably through something on our website as well. So, hope Definitely. everybody can make it, and uh, thank you guys for staying with us this long. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys.